How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. We're back finally. We took like a month off. I don't even know how long. Long time off. It's been a while. But uh, but here we are. Had a lot going on, and uh, but we're back and we're talking Batman animated series today. Three episodes. Uh, we got Harley's Holiday, Lock Up, and uh, Make Him Laugh. So we got some solid, solid stuff to talk about. And uh, for our next episode, we'll be able to uh, do uh, another Batman movie because the long halloween part one just came out um like a week ago or so a couple weeks ago so uh once i get that then um we'll be able to actually do an episode on a movie which is which is funny because we haven't done that since what like january or february whenever that yeah into january i think which is when the soul of the dragon yeah soul of the dragon so and then before that it was last summer when hush came out i'm pretty sure yeah, it was yeah. the the one before that so that'll be nice to watch how they butcher another great batman property <laughs> probably hopefully I've not heard. um again hopefully it's good i really do like like i said sometimes i feel like we can come off as real negative with a lot of stuff but it's just for good reason you know f- fool me once it's that type of thing and uh the animation looks atrocious um we've already yeah. seen that um so far it seems like everything else seems to be there so Obviously, this is a tough adaptation. It's a pretty thorough, you know, pretty long, pretty thorough book. So, and it's Jeff Loeb, so it's all over the place. So, (laughs) you know, we'll see how the adaptation goes. It looks like it might be okay, at least as far as all that goes. I really wish they could go back to animating stuff, like really animating stuff, because it's just, it's so trash now. Um, But that, you know, aside from that, hopefully it's good. Uh but again, we haven't had a really good adaptation since The Dark Knight Returns. So, and that oh, was 2013. Please. So, good God, it's been a we're, long. We're time. We're going on ten years. Uh, yeah, we had three in a row, and then we haven't had one since. We literally had, uh, you know, it started off with Under the Red Hood, which is a little. Di- it's 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 a little different. It's not a straight adaptation of no. uh, the Under the Red Hood story, but it's mostly that. And then, and that obviously is one of the greatest animated movies ever made. And of then. You know, then year one was phenomenal, and then The Dark Knight Returns, both parts are phenomenal, and then I don't know what happened. They just, like, quit trying, and... Well, they really started to try and build that stupid animated universe, and that yeah, really yeah. wrecked everything. And some of those movies were okay, like the first one, that Justice League War is a really good movie, and yeah, yeah, there's a couple like of them that are alright, but the Batman ones were just dull. They, they weren't all bad, they're just, like, blah. Like, Batman and Robin, or Son of Batman, Batman vs. Robin, uh... Bad Blood was trash. Bad Blood, but, yeah. But a lot of those were just not that great. And then they went back to, uh, we had that brief respite where they did uh, Return to the Cape Crusaders. Phenomenal. Yes. One of the best animated Batman movies ever made. And, um, you know, with Adam West. And then, uh, and then, and then, then they were doing Killing Joke, finally. And we were like, finally, after like, you know, I think that came out in 2016. So we'd had like three years with no real adaptations or they, you know, there were those DCAU adaptations where they tried to throw in court owls and oh, uh, all yes. that crap where it wasn't the real stories. They just shoehorned it in. And, no. uh, but it was like, finally, the killing joke. We've been waiting for this for like 10 years. Like, finally, Mark Hamill's back. Kevin Conroy's back. Perfect and, story. Like, and oh, they it's spent all there for you. $4 on animation. It's the, it's Get still back. the worst looking Batman movie ever made. It is oh, the worst terrible. of all of them. Before either before or since 
We have not had a worse animated Batman movie than that. It is trash to look at. And uh, and then they had to ruin it with that whole first part. So like, oh, it's only 40 minutes long. That's not long enough to make a thing. It's like, who cares? You're not even putting it on theaters. It's like, what does it, it matter? It, I don't understand. It's funny. It's funny how as they get less and less faithful, the movies get worse and worse. It's like, I wonder well, if I maybe wonder the why. the secret formula is to just adapt it appropriately. Like, <laughs> how hard is it? You own it. I just know. adapt it. I know. Stop overthinking it. <sighs> yeah, I, I, it doesn't make any sense. So again, all that being said, hopefully Fingers they did crossed. they do a good job of this. Again, yeah, we don't I, want it to be bad. Contrary no. to what it sounds like, we don't want it to be bad. But when you literally have all of this crap that's been tampered with, you got the killing, uh, the killing joke part of killing joke wasn't bad. Like, it, 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 no, you know, it, it was done. Part. It was done well. Um, yeah. But, you know, they ruined Gotham by Gaslight. God, yep. They ruined Hush. Both of those were ruined the exact same way where they're like, oh, people know this, the twist. So we have Can't to make have a that. new twist. Who cares? We love the story. It doesn't matter. Like, if oh, I, that, if that's I my biggest any... thing that just drives me insane is when you're like, oh, well, they already know the ending. So we have to change it. It's like, yeah. no, <laughs> like, no. Have we learned have we learned nothing from Star Wars and Game of Thrones? Oh. Fans do not want subversion. No, not for the sake of it. Exactly. Ugh. So anyway. look, we don't have a good track record. That's why we're less than super enthusiastic. But. Yeah, we're not DC haters. No, not at all. We want it to be good. So hopefully it is. Hopefully it is. We'll, we'll be able to see that coming up soon, and we'll see how, you know, hopefully hopefully it's good. But anyway, uh, I guess that's the biggest Batman thing that's that's happened. Unfortunately, obviously, now would probably be the best time to actually review that, but we haven't watched it yet, so sorry. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of some other stuff that's gone on. Oh, um, they're, they're doing some pickups for the Batman. Oh, I saw. Yeah, people were freaking out. And it's like, oh, yeah, calm down. Of course, it's called normal movie making. Yes. Th- this isn't even reshoots. It's literally no. like it's pickup shots. It's it's yeah. basically like B-roll. That's what this is. And it's funny, too, because then people, you know, will point to other examples of when people were, you know, raising the alarms of like, calm down. Every every movie does reshoots. It's like, no, yeah. it's when you do reshoots with a different director <laughs> that you can start to be like, okay, what's going on? Yeah. But no, yeah. this, this is, yeah, this is par for the course. This is cleanup. This is your edit. You've already started editing and you go, Oh, we might need to buff out the scene. Yeah. Oh, uh, we forgot a little conjoiner scene that explains how this character got to this place. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. 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 One oh one stuff. So no, that's fine. But God, give it, give us, give us a new trailer. Or Ugh, something. We're starving. So here. annoying. God, give us something, man. We know you got it. I'm just anything, just a little nugget. It would be nice. It would be nice. But, uh, yeah, I'm but trying hey, to think. It, it, w- it would be nice to go to a movie. And, like, I can't remember last time I went to a movie with, like, so little, like, spoiled for me. So yeah. that would be nice, too, to that's be, true. like, going, that's like, completely cold. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah, that's not a, that's not the worst thing. Um, uh, yeah. That, well, the last time I did that was with The Last Jedi. So, yeah. I, I literally, I watched. I made a point. I was like, I'm only watching the trailers. I'm not doing anything else. I don't want anything spoiled. I don't want to read anything into it. Boy, now I wish I did. That would have helped. But anyway, <laughs> um, of all the ones to do that with. I know. Worst one. But um, yeah, and I'm trying to think of some other news. Unfortunately, we've been gone for so long that like I feel like even if there was big news, it would have been like three weeks ago. And I'm trying to remember what it was. <sighs> I, I guess feel like there really there's, hasn't been despite all that. 
Yeah, not not really. Um, like Michael Keaton. I think there were pictures of him. Oh on, yeah, on set for the Flash. So I guess that's. Ugh. And then there was a Supergirl pictures, which do not look good. Oh yeah, no, those aren't those aren't great. No, those are bad. Uh, I I just rewatched Batman again because it was the anniversary of it coming out. Um, oh uh, yeah, last I saw, week. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> Dude, it's so good. It's so good. It's just like flaws and all. The first, that Batman movie is just phenomenal. It's amazing. Oh, of course, and I, st- I love it. And oh, and it, well, there was a um, there was a couple days where the uh, release of Schumacher cut was really gaining some momentum. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, 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 yeah. That was awesome. That big yeah. uh, release of Schumacher cut thing that went on, and uh, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, when I say it worked, I'm not like, oh, we don't have a Schumacher, but but it worked. Like it was a big deal. It got trending. It was picked yeah. up by a lot of the media outlets. You know, there were articles. Some were, big people were, were talking it. about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, man, no, that's a good thing. Again, you know, who knows what'll happen, but but yeah, now with the HBO sign. Max, it's like that's the perfect. It's like the perfect yeah. way we might ever get it, like possible. The fact that you know they're not gonna. Well, and the fact that it's of dollars and the fact that it's already it. yeah, and it's already there. That's the other thing. Right. Like like it there, you know, there there's a cut of it. So obviously you'd have to go in and they'd have to clean it and they'd have to color correct and and add music. You know, th- there's stuff they'd have to do to uh to clean. It's not like it's sitting there ready to be put, you know, released immediately. That's um, less than what they had to do for the Justice oh, League. Oh, <laughs> Not yes. an extra hundred yes. million dollars. They didn't spend a whole other movie budget to make that yeah. piece of crap. Um, no, it needs to happen. It, even I think even Akiva uh, Akiva Goldman or something had a comment about it uh, recently. Where kind of during that whole thing, I I think there was a newer comment where he basically was saying like, "Oh yeah, no, there, no, the cut already is there. Like like we've seen it. Like you know when when it happened, you know back you know back then, like we saw it. Like there is you know a things there." So I'm pretty sure that I'm I can't, I'm trying to remember if that was during this or if, if someone just tweeted something from older, like a, an older comment. But I'm pretty yeah, sure it was like current. You. I'm pretty sure it was fairly current of him kind of be awesome. on that. So it'd be great. Oh, it would be great. We can only hope that's the only thing I've ever really, you know, like that. I can get again. We're behind the creative vision of the directors. Of course. Just, we just don't give a shit about the hack hack Snyder. That's the. That's the difference. We're just so mad. Yeah. It had to be him. That yeah, and, and there's with. a difference between, you know, poor, um, um, oh, God, I, I forget his name, the director. Um, Joel Schumacher. Joel Schumacher. There's a difference between poor Ju- uh, Joel Schumacher, you know, God rest his soul, who's yeah. passed away. We, and this would be a great way to kind of like remember him and oh, be like, oh, wow, sure. he's even better than people thought. And there's a difference between that and a guy who so desperately wants to get the position back that he was rightfully fired from where he's like, <laughs> no, this is my vision that was ruined. It's like, no, this is honoring a guy's legacy yes. compared to I want my job back. Yep. Nope. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, if it ever needed to happen, it needs to happen with that. We need that. I, Come I on HBO, like, AT&T, make, someone make it happen. Yeah. You got plenty of money. I wouldn't be surprised too, like, especially if that Val Kilmer documentary gets a lot of buzz and that could be like a way to kind of jumpstart and be like, Oh, maybe we should go back and look at the, uh, his take on as Batman and yeah. that could actually really get some momentum behind it. Yeah. That, that could be interesting. I, yeah, yeah, man, I can't wait for that to come out whenever it comes out. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's be cool. going through the film circuit this summer. I think that's what it's yeah, going so through. Hopefully, so soon. hopefully, hopefully someone picks it up and we get distribution for it. Cause yeah, that'd be great. Oh yeah. I'd really want to see that. Um, all right. Uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else? 
Again, it's uh, so hard to keep track when when you're not doing it week to week. It's hard hard to remember back to stuff we haven't talked about yet. Well, there's there's some uh, uh, news that's kind of a blessing um, about the, the 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 Indiana Jones movie that no one and their mother is asking Wait, for. What? There's there's news that's a blessing with that. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, freaking ninety year old Harrison Ford is got hurt again on oh, filming yeah. the movie. So he's they don't, eighty. They don't... He's eighty. He's not even eighty yet. Okay, he's like seventy eight. Ian. He might he might as well be. I, I hate yes. Harrison Ford, especially old Harrison Ford. No, um, mm. but no, yeah. Apparently he got hurt again. Remember, he got hurt on the set of Force Awakens when they did that, and they had to shut down for a couple of weeks. But this apparently is pretty bad. I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know what you can do with an 80 year old actor aside from getting in and out of a car, maybe. But, uh, yeah, I guess it was some stunt, which is like, are you trying to kill him? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope. I, I agree. I agree. Which I'm all for because I'm like, please, I, I don't want this movie to happen. No, no, me neither. Oh, uh, there's some other kind of good news. It, um, have you seen the Star Wars stuff? Again, I have tried to avoid a lot of this stuff, but, uh, uh, a couple articles have come out now that have basically, like, uh, industry articles um, have come out basically champion, uh, championing, uh, championing, I, I don't know why there I can't pronounce that word. Um, uh, John Favreau is basically the savior of Star Wars. The Atlantic came uh, out with an article, and Hollywood Reporter, um, there's been several of them that have basically been like, Star Wars has been mismanaged these past several years, oh, and, and you have, I, I know, and then, but, but the Mandalorian's the best Star Wars thing since 83 and all, the, you know, say much. I, I know that too, Ian, but it is <laughs> when you talk about who we're talking about, this, this is not the YouTube crowd. This is not the blog crowd. This is the industry oh, who is constantly yeah, backed up yeah. every, all this garbage that Disney has done and the Lucasfilm oh, no, story group has done. And now they're yeah. throwing them under the bus. Now they're not That's naming true. Kathleen Kennedy. They're not going that far with some of that stuff. But they are basically being like, no, 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 this is the future of Star Wars, not this. And now the industry officially has been saying that. So it's like, and again, Kathleen Kennedy's contract comes up, I think, in September, August, October. I don't know. Some uh, next couple months. And, uh, you know, so it's just like all of that is great. That's all great science. Again. There's a lot of ground to make up before I really care. But yeah, this is like the, the most micro of steps it is. forward. It's but I know what you were saying. Yeah, is finally the mainstream shills are actually admitting finally, right. what, five, years, six years later, right. there may be something wrong. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So again, at least there's just you know something positive with that. Um, but no, Star Wars is dead. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. We'll see. We'll see if someone can raise it back from the dead. But yeah, especially know. with a Boba Fett's ship, the uh, the unpaid intern starship. It's <laughs> my favorite meme. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's good. Which is why it was so stupid to make him a freaking hero when he was a villain. It's like, yeah, a villain is supposed to have a ship that's called something like that. It's supposed to be called the Destroyer or the the freaking the Slave uh, One. Know. Exactly, it's supposed to have a name like that. But when you make him a good guy and just turn him into John Wick, but with you know yeah. fat armor, yeah, it's like, oh well, you can't have a ship called Slave One. That's that's too risky. It's Ugh. called the Slave One. Uh, of course, because he's a bad guy. Drives me nuts. I know, I know. <laughs> that's why I didn't like about the Mandalorian. It's like, oh, Boba Fett's back. He's like, wait a minute, no, that's not Boba Fett. Who's this guy? <sighs> I know, I know. So that's uh, that's frustrating. Um, Suicide Squad comes out in a little over a month. We're a little over a month away from that. So that's the 
pretty much the only coming like upcoming movie I have any interest at all in. So yeah, and even in like I'm, like I'm not gonna see it in theaters just because like I well, have I, HBO. I have it on HBO Max. So yeah, yeah, and it's like but like when Dune comes out, I'm seeing that in theaters. Like that sure. is a theater movie. Mm-hmm. But it, like Suicide Squad, I'm okay because yeah, like we've said, the, none of the trailers have blown me away, which isn't no, the bad but, thing. But they're all good at least. Yeah. So again, although, the lowest expectations—that's the name of the game. Lowest expectations, and then hopefully it overperforms that. That—that's where yeah. we're at at this point. It's like I just want to see some ridiculously over-the-top violence yeah. and maybe a couple of funny jokes, even though none of the jokes have really blown me away yet. But, yeah, but that's yeah, okay. Great, but we'll see. Uh. Yeah, so that that's upcoming. Um, Black Widow comes out what next week? Two weeks? Don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care at all. <laughs> Zero. I don't care. <laughs> Zero. Care. Especially the more the more and more I hear about it, the less I care. Yeah, I I don't even hear anything about it. Like that's how much I care. I just don't even. I don't. Like, I mean, I've seen the care. early reviews, and they they're all exactly what you think. Oh, it's great. Marvel yeah, can yeah. do no wrong. The third act is a little is a mess, but of course we love it. Give us more. And it's like okay, I, I already know what this movie is going to be. I don't care. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Me neither. Don't care at all. Uh, shoot. Same with Loki. Loki. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't give a crap. I didn't. Who, I know. I don't, I don't care. I'll, I'll watch the Hawkeye series and that's about it. Um, and it'll probably suck, too. But I'm at least going to give that a shot just because it's Hawkeye. But um, uh, all right. Is there anything else? Um, do we want to talk about the Bill Cosby thing at all or not? Nah. OK. Um, I don't I'm still holding out because I don't know enough about it. I don't like talking about stuff watch, I don't know. Watch the Rageaholic video that came out a few hours ago. That's what I'm saying. Razor Fist can do me no wrong, yeah, so I tend to trust yeah, him. Razor so. Fist, sorry. Because he completely red-pilled me on Michael Jackson, and he was absolutely right about that. So okay. I, I tend to believe it when it comes to Bill Cosby. Well, it, it, there's that, the thing that I appreciate with his stuff. There is a lot of – I mean he get you know, there's a lot of evidence. There's a lot of stuff that he gives. And I, again, I, oh, I, he didn't, researches. I, I didn't follow that whole thing very, even no. when it happened, really. Cause I was did. so over it. Like, I just don't care. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry for any victims. Obviously that's horrible if stuff like this happens, but I'm so over it at this point. Cause we just had so much garbage spewed to us for so long yeah. with unfounded lynch mob for so long that it's, I just don't, it's impossible to dig through all of it right now without expending yeah. a massive amounts of effort. And so I digs. just don't care. And uh, so I didn't even follow this that much. I was just like, oh, well, he I mean, he was convicted. So, if you know, if you're convicted, all right, must be guilty. Yeah. Nope. Holy crap. This is like disturbing. Oh, like it literally. The, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's nuts. Like I didn't even real. I did not realize the level of incompetency and the level of just straight up stripping of human rights that this whole situation was our our, our justice system is is terrifying it's like you, it's it's nuts. at the point where i never want to find myself in a courtroom no oh, matter no. what i did of course not like it, he literally was basically pr- uh, said guilty with no evidence of any kind multiple testimonies uh, multiple that were that were lied. literally yeah. lying lies he basically was tried by the court of public the opinion public. Yep. And, and the, 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 what was it? The original DA who was trying to go after him a lot yep. for the reelection lost the reelection and then became the judge in the case. Yeah. And so Crazy. basically sabotaged the whole thing. Uh, cause the, cause the other, who was it? Like the defense attorney, someone involved in it was like his opponent. So yeah. he actively, 
it, it's nuts. Anyway, the, the Razor Fist did a 20 minute video that came out a few hours ago. It's fantastic. When we're, we're recording this on what is it Thursday? Um, Thursday. So yeah, go watch that. It's again, like I said, I haven't done any research into it, so I Same. can't really speak into much. But from watching that, holy crap! Like everyone's wrong. Let's just say that. It just seems like yeah, everyone's Ra- wrong. Razor Fist, Razor Fist is my go-to guy. I tend to believe him about pretty much most things because I know he's done the diligence. Yeah. So when he says this shit is scary, I tend to believe him. But yeah. like I said, like, yeah. He was saying this back in 2017 or whenever it happened. That's like, true. He's He's got the receipts. He was literally saying it back then. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, we don't need to say any more about that because we don't know enough. Um, all right. Uh, I... I I don't know if there's any more news that I can think about right now. I'm kind of blanking. Probably on not big enough worth, worth mentioning. Yeah, I guess not. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I'm trying to think of anything, and I can't really think of much. So okay, well, you know what? We'll probably remember at the very end of the show. Yeah, that usually is the way it works. Um, <laughs> we'll forget something massive. Yeah, some big thing that happened. Um, again, I know there's been Spider-Man stuff. I don't care like that. Oh God. If there's anything I've act, I'm actively boycotting even more than star Wars. It's, it's anything to do with, with Disney Spider-Man in any way, shape or form. Um, don't, don't care at all. Um, uh, okay. So movies, it's been a while. We've both seen quite a few. I've watched a bunch of movies. (laughs) I know. Uh, I finally watched all of Twister. I'd seen oh, a bunch of pieces of it, but I just hadn't watched the whole thing. And then it was on it's HBO twist. Max, and I've had like seven tornadoes come through this oh. general area in a while. So I was like, ah, okay, I'm gonna watch Twister. Uh, Twister's fantastic. It's oh great. god, it, it's goofy as hell. It is, but no, it it is exactly what you want from a '90s big budget like action drama. Like it's true. It just the feel is just so it's so authentic to that time period i mean everything jurassic park any of those movies they all have this feel this like mid 90s big budget movie feel it, it's like, a perfect you can summer see movie. the opening you can see the opening establishing shot and immediately know like within five years of when this movie was made like sure. it's just and so i i don't know i just kind of enjoy that it's just it's just goofy and fun and bill pullman's fun and it's a movie that belongs in the nineties and yes. perfectly yes. brings that nostalgia. It's a perfect, I remember, I remember when the movie came out, it was a perfect summer nineties movie. How do you remember when the movie came out? What were you like five? Yeah. I just, I, it's one of those. I remember, I remember the scene. Bill where Paxton, they're, they're sorry. And uh, not, not Bill. Pullman, oh Bill yeah. Paxton, of course. Sorry. Everyone the gets us one. confused. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but no, it, oh man, that's it. Like just the people in it, man. You got Helen Hunt, Bill Paxton, Carrie Elwes, uh, Jamie Gertz, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Lewis Smith, Alan Ruck. Like, it's great. Like, everybody's yeah. great. It's it's fun. It's a fun movie to watch. I always it's love goofy. hearing Carrie Elwes try and do, play anybody <laughs> yeah. who's not American. British. It's yeah. awesome. I love it. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they try and cover it in other accents and everything. It's great. It's, it's it, He goes through, like, five different accents at once. He plays it's an fantastic. asshole so well. It's just... He does. But it's like, it's never like super mean. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, you hate him, but you still kind of like him. But he's still the bad guy. You don't mind when he dies. I don't know. Like, he just, he plays that line really well. And I think it's fun. Um, I watched Swingers. Finally watched that. Uh, Early, early John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. Yeah, his first film. What? uh, Whose first film? John Favreau's. Is it really? 
Yeah, directing. Ah, I don't. I didn't think he directed Swingers. Yeah, no, no, he? no, no. Doug Lyman directed Swingers. Oh God, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I was oh, like, I don't think he was direct. He wrote it though. Okay, John Favreau yeah, wrote that's, it. That's probably what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, John Favreau's awesome, man. He doesn't get enough credit for as good of an actor as he is. He's yeah, yeah, I like him actor. as an actor. Yeah. Um. So that's fun. I mean, Vince Vaughn's Vince Vaughn, and he, if Vince Vaughn is playing Vince Vaughn, it's great. Like, cause he yeah, plays Vince Vaughn. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Uh. So I mean, it was fine. It's nothing like it wasn't anything amazing, but it was fine. Uh, I watched Steve Jobs. Didn't really like it all that much. It was fine. Again, I like it. I mean, it just. I don't know. I guess it's I weird. wanted more. Like, it yeah. didn't, I didn't feel like you got anything. It was just three events and that was all the movie was. And then there was just dialogue filling and everything else. So it's like it's an interesting character study. I mean, that's what it yeah. is. But it's not a um, biopic. no, no, it's not. Which kind of threw me off. But um, sure. but I mean, it's well done. And, you know, but it was just to me, it was just fine. Uh, watch Logan Lucky. That was great. I yeah, enjoyed that a lot. That it. was fun. Yeah, that was a great fun movie. movie. I know. Best part of the whole movie was when uh, Adam Driver and um, uh, Channing Tatum are trying to recruit people to help them. And they go to those two brothers yeah. and, and they're like, no, nah, man, we turned over a new leaf. We, uh, we, we don't do that at all. We only do it if there's a good cause. So they're having to come up with a good cause and they come up with the thing with the sister, with the company or whatever. <laughs> the creepy man. And, and they're just like, all right, we have to talk about it. And he just turns over and goes, what do you think? And before he finishes yeah. the, what do you think? He just goes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that killed me. I had to rewind that like three times. That was know, so I... the comedic time. That is my favorite comedic beat of all. That's my favorite thing of comedy of all time is the instant. The instant – like the instant thing, like that that timing, either, whether it's a smash cut. Usually it's done with like a smash cut or something. Yeah. But whenever someone's like, all right, you, and he'll never do this and then like smash cut to it. Like that's my favorite comedic beat probably of all time. It'll always get me and well, you, it was executed to perfection. It was well, so – Well, you recognize who the who the one brother was, right? No. He's uh, Stevie from The Boys. Uh, which one is Stevie. Or uh, what's the what's the main character's name? Uh, oh, um, uh, Huey. It's it really? Is it? It's yeah, Quaid. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, Jack Quaid. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No idea. Yeah, he's, he's the one who goes. What you think? You know. He goes. Yeah. <laughs> Good gosh. Yeah, it's uh, Jack Quaid, and yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know who the other brother is, but yeah, the yeah. one uh, the one you're talking about, yeah, it's Jack Quaid. Uh, the other one is uh, Brian Gleason. Uh, I don't know, but I did. Wow, really I had no one? idea that was Jack Quaid. I had no idea. Yeah. But, but no, that that seems fantastic. Well, he's got I, the best line in the whole movie because that's the best. Part. Yeah, that was the that's the hardest I laughed in the whole movie. And... <laughs> to me, Adam Driver was hilarious. Oh like, yes, I thought he was yes. great. Adam Driver's so funny. Yeah, Adam. Driver's he he is. Yeah, it was great to see him in that role. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Uh, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. I, I had a lot of fun with that movie. I thought it was good really heist well film. done. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah. That's what, that's what Steven Soderbergh needs to just do. Just do heist yeah. films, man. You see the trailer for that new film he has coming out? I don't think so. I just saw it. Um, I don't remember what it was called now. But I just saw the trailer for it, like, the other day. And I had never even heard of it. And it's, like, huh. this giant ens- like ensemble cast movie. Um, and I... And I immediately the first thing I thought is I'm just like, this movie's going to bomb. Oh no. 
and I could be way I could be way wrong because I don't know anything about it. But I need to check it out. Watching that trailer, no sudden move. That's what it's called. Oh yeah. Oh, that's him. I yeah. know what you're talking about. Yeah, on HBO. With uh, yeah, with Don Cheadle, Benicio del Toro, David Harbor, oh, Ray Liotta, John Hamm, Brandon Fraser. Um, it, you know, it's all these people. And I was just Matt, oh shoot, Matt Damon's in it. I forgot about that. Whoa. Um, but it's all these people, and I was sitting there watching this trailer, and I'm like, this just screams bomb. It yeah. screams big budget, big cast, bomb. I, and I have no rhyme or reason for saying that. It could be great. Like, I have no idea. That's just the vibe I got while I was watching this. I was like, this seems like You're an overdone, right. overproduced, over, you know, just one of those type of big budget type movies with with tons of actors and very little thought probably put into the writing of it. It just has a feeling of, I don't know. I don't know why. I have no backup. I can't back any of that up. I just have, I just had that feeling. So it's Could be another uh, Ocean's 12 scenario. A lot of people like Ocean's 12. I'm surprised how many what? people like that movie. Mm-hmm. Everyone I know hated it. No, I know reason. I know several people that like it the best, and I don't understand. Oh, I get the hell out of here. I, I, look, I know. Get I agree. I've tried here. I've tried to argue it to no avail. Um, um, no, that's I'm sorry. That's just wrong. I, I agree. I 100% agree. But, uh, you know, we'll see. Maybe it's good. I don't know. Uh, I watched The Mummy, finally. The original Mummy. Uh, or not I the original. The, the, the first remake. The Brandon Fraser Mummy. From 99 or whatever it was. That was fun. I did not expect yeah. it to be as like violent as it was. Oh, yeah. Back in the old days, man, the PG-13, you can get away with a lot. Well, I mean, you can now. You can get away with more now, technically. But uh, yeah, they, they still don't. They don't yeah, take a lot full of advantage of it. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Good summer movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Brandon I, Fraser's the best in that movie. It was, oh, it was yeah, prime yeah. Brandon Fraser. Yeah, Brandon Fraser's great. I just I, I love the I love speaking of comedic timing I love you know his buddy Benny who's mm-hmm. like the worst friend in the world right um, I just love that scene where he like you know he finds him on the boat and he like he's making fun of him and he's, he tell he's in love with Rachel Vice he's like you always did have more balls and brains and he starts laughing and Brandon Fraser just makes that <laughs> that face of like oh you're so funny <laughs> just throws him off the boat <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's got he's got great comedic timing in that as well. Oh yeah, yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, that's a well done movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's um, good fun. Uh, I I finally watched the original Fast and the Furious movie. Oh god! <laughs> just because I never watched it. Well, the only one I've seen was the last one before the one that just came out because my mom dragged me to it. I hadn't seen any of the other ones. Oh eight. Yeah, and eight. Uh, yeah, it's all stupid. But um. I was like, where where did this start? Because I've seen all the parodies of it. Every TV show did a Fast and Furious type episode, like all this stuff. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going to watch the first one. The first one's fun, man. It's a mindless, it retarded, just race car movie, or like street racing movie where the cop is an idiot and just go. It's so stupid, but it's like knows it and it plays to it. And it's it is what it is. Like it just well, Mark, is what it is. And it's fun. You, you know why you find it funny? You know why you like it? Because no. you've seen it before. It's called Point Break. Okay, that's fair. It's, li- it's literally just no. Point Break. <laughs> no, no, no. Point Break is leaps and bounds better than this movie. Oh, of course. So I'm talking close. about story-wise. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, an FBI, yes. An FBI yes. agent goes undercover yes, into yes, this yes. world. Of, yeah, come on. Yes, it. Yes, it is. It is. But it's so different of a world that you don't really... You, you don't harp on that the whole time. No, no, um, no. 
So, you know, so that's fair. But no, but I enjoyed it. I, I mean, fun. Vin Diesel's fun. When, Viz- when, when, when Vin Diesel badass, like cares and when he's in like a good role, like he can be great. Well, and, it's like he was believable. He was like yeah. a tough guy, drag racer. Now he's like a super soldier. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, I don't. It's awful now. But I watched the first one and that was fun. Then I watched the second one because it was also on HBO Max. So I was like, I'll watch this. I don't even remember what happened. It was so I don't I honestly don't remember. I don't, I don't even know if I've happened. seen it. Like it, it was I might have. Like Vin Diesel was not even in it. So you're it's just like, I don't even know what we're doing here. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I remember. Is Eva Mendes in it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Eva Mendes is in it. Who's the other guy? What's that? The guy's name? Oh, Tyrese, Ty- Tyrese Gibson. Gibson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's and, terrible. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's not. He's not good. It's it's in any of them. Yeah, it, it it was very forgettable. It's the first one of Ludacris though, so that's fun because you oh, get God. you get Ludacris in there. But um, no, it's not. It wasn't very good. I don't remember much of it at all. It was pretty um, much all downhill from there. I was going to keep watching them, but they only had the first two on HBO Max. So I was like, oh, okay. Well, I guess not. And then they have the five and six on Peacock, I think. But, like, I was like, ah, I was Who just. Peacock? I have Peacock. Um, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. It's not bad either. I, I got it for the WWE Network because that's where it is now. Oh, of um, course. Which I haven't even used yet. I've used it exclusively to watch Brooklyn Nine Nine and Psych. So oh far. right, um, but it's it's not a bad. It, they have a pretty decent catalog of stuff. It's not great, but it's mostly it's more TV shows than movies because you know NBC. But um, of course, but it's 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 not bad. Um, yeah, and then I finally watched Death Proof the other day. It was the only Tarantino movie I haven't watched, and I don't oh, know why. Okay. I don't know why I hadn't seen it. It's Kurt Russell. And he's a stunt driver who drives a car and murders people. Like, I was like, why did I, why have I not watched this movie before? I don't understand. How did I miss this? I don't know. That, that whole grindhouse like type of feel, I feel like was never really your style. And that is true. Um, I need to watch it again because mm. I, I didn't love it watching it the first time. And I feel like I should. So there's a lot going on. And it's there's a lot of strange feels with that movie. Like it starts <laughs> off like a straight up 70s exploitation film, like straight up right. grindhouse film, like the font, the it's all grainy. It's constantly Grain, yeah. skipping. And there's literally scenes that like frames are cut out where you're like, wait a minute. I think I just missed a few words. Did like my my thing not <laughs> download properly like that? That happens a couple of times throughout the movie. And then you're like, no, no, no. This is the whole style of it. Um which is interesting, but I 100% thought this movie was set in the 70s, like for the first 10 minutes of the movie, until someone pulled out a cell phone. And I was like, wait, what? This is oh. modern day? I, I did not know that at all. Uh, is it a full movie? How, how long yeah, is it? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's almost two hours long. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it's very Tarantino. All the dialogues there, the long, you know, the long dialogue scenes and stuff. Oh, of course. Um the car stuff is some of the best I've ever seen. It's oh. incredible. It's all because uh, it's Tarantino. It's all done for real. All practical, of course. There's no CGI in it at all. Um, the car crashes are insane. Like there's one car crash. They, they do it weird. Like because they set up the whole movie with these like this group of four girls. So for like the first almost the first half of the movie. And then the next half of the movie is like a different set of four girls. Uh, um, so it's kind of like a two, it's kind of takes place over two days, I guess. Um, and Kurt Russell's just a mindless 
killer. There's no backstory given for him whatsoever. You don't know <laughs> anything about him. His name's Stuntman Mike, and that's it. That's literally it. Um, he, he used to be a stuntman like in the 70s for TV shows and stuff like that. And he says that in one scene, and then that's it. Like, you don't get anything. So I, I was a little disappointed because I kind of wanted more just from sure. this character because I like this character. And I was like, I wanted to know more about him. But I know that wasn't the point because kind of the whole point is he's like it's like Michael Myers type thing. Yeah, but yeah. but there wasn't enough Kurt Russell. Um, ah. But the, the car crashes are just nuts. Like with that first group of girls, he literally hits him head on. And, and the whole point is he has a car that's been death proofed by stuntmen. So like he can survive any car crash and then he uses it to kill people. Right. Um, now he gets hurt in these crashes, but he doesn't die. Um, and so the first girls he kills, he hits head on again, spoilers, I guess if no one's seen it. Um, he hits him head on and it's, it's nuts. Like just watching it. You're like, holy crap. Like, and it, it's for real. It, they did it for real with, with real cars going 70 miles an hour, oh. smashing head on. And you see the people get mutilated in the car. All the girls, like uh, one's leg comes off, one flies out of the car, one's face gets ripped off, all this stuff. Oh. And you're like, how the heck? Like, this has to be CGI. Nope, it's not. They're all dummies. They did it with like crash dummies. Like they, you know, they just made these amazing lookalike dummies with like, you know, molds and stuff. And it was all done on camera. Damn. It's, it's so cool. Just that, just those scenes alone are amazing. And then, and then you have, uh, what's her name? You have Zoe Bell in there playing herself as a stunt woman, having fun, like with another stunt woman driving a car and she's hanging off the hood of it. Oh yeah. For real going 70 miles an hour, getting bumped by the guy driving Kurt Russell's car for real hanging on the front of a car. It's just, it's awesome. All that stuff is just awesome. So I need to watch it again, but, uh, no, I, 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 I would recommend, I would admit, I would recommend checking it out. Um, so yeah, those are the movies I've watched. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I know way too many movies, okay. but Quite a few. I had to make up, I didn't watch a new movie for like almost a month. So I know, I know no, it's good over a month over, it was like a month and a half a that I didn't watch. Yeah, a new movie, a so Try and catch back up. I agree. Yeah, I've seen quite a few as well. I'll try to be quick because uh, some of them were pretty boring and now we're talking. I spent a couple of days with my grandparents because I was at drill and, you know, my grandparents are the most exciting people. And so <laughs> one of the ways we kill time is, you know, look for a movie that we can all watch, but they're very picky. You know, they don't like anything too violent or crude. Yeah. So it limits our options. So as soon as we find something, it's like, okay, let's watch that. Fine. So we watched uh, two movies. One was uh, old John Wayne these movie flying leathernecks about these marine uh pilots on okinawa and uh, you know it was interesting story uh it's, not a, John, a, great movie. it's a john wayne war movie you know if he wasn't with us we would have lost the war you know it's basically that Ex- exactly yeah it's john wayne <laughs> who, who can only play john wayne i love um, i love bob newhart's bit with john wayne he's just like i was watching a john wayne war movie well i guess they're all john wayne war movies and then he just stops yeah. and goes can you imagine what would happen if he wasn't with us? <laughs> it's like, we wouldn't have stood a chance. So, uh, yeah. I it's, it's not a great movie. Uh, it's kind of funny how we, we think about movies today, how they're all like cheaply made and like, you know, there's yeah. no effort. And then you watch like 
this movie and the the scenes were in there they're in like the cockpit flying you could tell it's just from the side yeah. just one little bubble and then you tell they're just blowing smoke in a fan at them and <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so bad looking but uh yeah you know, I'm sure, like it, it, like the real story of the actual guys on Okinawa is amazing, but yeah, the movie's not that great, so yeah. I don't know, nothing too exciting. But um, and then I watched uh, another movie. It was a true story about these guys in World War One, these British uh, soldiers who made like this kind of satirical magazine for the guys on the front line. Mm-hmm. Again, like interesting story. I would I would like to watch like a documentary about it. The yeah. movie itself was like uh, like a BBC movie, so not big budget. And you know me, I love British humor. This was so dry and so British. It, it was almost too much for me where I'm like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> but again, interesting story, but would probably make for a better documentary. Um, and that one was called uh, The Wiper's Time. So if you're ever bored with your grandparents and... <laughs> want to watch something that has zero violence or anything that's that's a good one yeah, that's um fair. another movie i watched which i had seen parts of before but never the whole thing was um bram stoker's dracula oh yeah uh, i watched it because red letter media did their review on it and uh it was a movie i always was interested in because my sister used to like it and so i rewatched it after watching their review and um they basically they're they're pretty much right about everything it's it's one of the weirdest movies. Uh, it's like a phenomenally made movie. I mean, it's, it's Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. And it's this huge epic. It's like they, they describe it as like a filmmaker's film. So like people right. who love film and love like the art of filmmaking will love this movie. The movie itself is not great. Because uh, unfortunately, it's, it's like three movies kind of merge into one where it's this very epic, true telling of the, of the Dracula novel. Um, that's like faithfully adapted, but then the studio, of course, wants to throw in the like the teenage heartthrobs of Winona yeah. Ryder and Keanu Reeves at the time, yeah. Uh, and they do not fit the movie at all, uh, you know, mostly because they're not British, and in my opinion, neither of them can act, especially mm-hmm. Keanu, which God bless, we all love him for that. Hey, but, hey, uh, hey, Keanu can act just specific roles, exactly. Yeah, good point. Um, but uh, but like everyone else, like Gary Oldman is Dracula is amazing. Anthony sure. Hopkins is um, freaking uh, what's his name? Ben Helsing is awesome. <laughs> Again, Carrie Elway is in it too. Um, <laughs> but, but it's a really really cool movie, especially all the the in camera effects. Uh, I would definitely watch uh, Red Letters, uh, Red Letter Media's review about it because they 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 do a really good job. And uh, yeah, I, I, I did watch that. And, I watched that. Yeah, yeah. And so like basically, I I I echo everything that they said. Like I would love to see it. I would love to see it remade with like the the proper actors, but yeah. it's like you could never do it the same way. Like the way they made this movie back in the day. So yeah, there's really no point. That's true. Um, but that was good. Um, and then another movie I saw was an HBO Max movie that just came out. It's called Oslo. It's based on the. Uh, the peace accord agreement between uh, Israel and Palestine back in the seventies. Um, again, would make for an interesting documentary that the actual like events and circumstances surrounding the movie are interesting, but the movie itself really not a whole lot there for like a really interesting, entertaining movie. Um, so you're not really, really not missing much. Also, they kind of oversimplify the conflict in a couple scenes where if you actually know the whole history of the whole Israel-Palestine conflict, when you watch it, you kind of go, okay, that's a bit, you know, that's a bit oversimplified and kind of 
insincere the way they kind of paint it, but um, it's a fine movie. But yeah, I'm, you're not missing anything. Uh, yeah, the movie's called Oslo. I don't think there's any recognizable actors other than the guy who played uh, Moriarty on the Sherlock, uh, BBC oh, Sherlock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget his name, but he's like in everything. Yeah. Uh, it was fine. And then the last movie I saw was uh, one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. Wow, worse uh, than the, uh, the the last worst one? The Girl in the Window movie or whatever? Oh, shit. I don't know if it's that bad. It, <laughs> it, it might be worse because it's not as fun and entertaining as that ended up being. This was piss you off bad. Um, and funny enough, the, excluding the Girl from the Window, the last movie that I saw was this bad. Happened to be the same director, and that's our our favorite Zack Snyder. Oh um, gosh! Yeah, I watched his uh, Netflix movie. Why? The, uh, Why? Why? Because I, I was bored. And but I it's like three see... hours long. Why would you? Do I know. That? <laughs> Fuck me. I know it was it was brutal. But I, I wanted to make my own opinion of it. And um, why? I don't even want an opinion. I, I know because I, I guarantee, you without seeing the movie, your opinion is already right. right. Um, I, I, I know. I know that. Mark, I don't get why people are still acting like Zack Snyder is good. Like, I, I got it during the whole Justice League aftermath. Like, people wanted to say F you to the studio and everything like that and support a, a filmmaker regardless of how much they knew about him or not. But, like, at this point, like, the jig is up. It's like, okay, whatever like, whatever grace he had from the whole, you know, his daughter mm-hmm. situation is gone. And this is now just all him. I mean, he did everything. And this is name is like four times in the credits right. in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. uh, he did he was director of photography which he's never done right he was director he helped write it and it's awful and it's it goes to show you that the three films where he's had the most creative input this sucker punch and dawn of justice are his three worst films oh, and zach snyder's justice league yeah yeah whatever that was you yeah. know um but yeah it, it's awful it's it rips oh off and man so of steel well, man, still too. But even then, that was like the studio was still. He wasn't like he didn't have full control that he oh, did. Oh, yeah, Justice. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, and 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 that was back when Christopher Nolan was at least attempting to give his input. Whereas, like after that, he's like, all right, just you can use my name, but that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. you know, say after that. But no, this movie is it's awful. It's it's one of the worst movies I've seen since Suicide Squad. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> like the plot makes no sense. And I see all these people who are like, oh, well, it's just, it's a fun movie. It's turn your brain off. But it's not. It's two and a half hours. Right. It's incredibly dark. It's incredibly gritty. Like, you know, his his typical style. It's not tongue in cheek. But it's still dumb. And so people just excuse all the plot holes. It's like, oh, it's fun. It's like, no, you don't get to have your cake and eat it, too. Um, It rips off aliens, like, so many times. (laughs) Yeah, I've heard that, too, yeah. Um, because yeah, Red Later Media did a half in the bag on it, and yep, they were, I watched that too. I yeah, like this, that they do that because then I don't have to watch these movies. Yeah, well, I mean, just like Dracula, they hit the nail on the head on basically everything. It's like it's terrible. Like everything they said was was spot on because they're they're no lovers of Zack Snyder. Because who the fuck would be who actually? My likes favorite good, part is the fact that there literally were pixels out on the camera. See, I didn't even notice that. They might they might have fixed it by the time I I watched it, but um, no, no, no. Apparently, it was like on the camera like not on the print so yeah oh. may, maybe they did go back and uh and paint i'm paint thinking over they those, did which yeah because i smart I, but yeah I mean, I mean i'm sure it could have been hard but um that camera he uses is awful i don't know why he uses it because yeah it's the camera he used for that god-awful nightmare doomsday scene in a Ugh. 
uh, the the Justice League, where it's like everything Ugh. everything behind the central focus is blurry. Yeah, and it's so frustrating because yep. that's like the one saving grace of any Zack Snyder film, even the bad ones. Like, okay, well, so at, least, at least look good. Yeah, <laughs> for the nope, most part, not, some parts. Cause, yeah, because someone else doing the cinematography, not in this case. Yeah, it's like wow, shocking. The more he's involved, the worse the movie is. <laughs> and like, I wonder. It's funny how that just, works. Right. I wonder if he used that camera because, like, you know, again, everything in the background is blurry. It's like whoever the camera's focused on will be in focus, and then everything behind them is out of focus. And yeah. I wondered if he did that to save on money so that way you wouldn't have to render all the CGI yeah. in the background. Maybe. Which, if if that's the case, fine. But, my God, you sacrificed enjoyment, aesthetic, look, mm-hmm. all that for save a couple bucks. But, no, this it's one of the most nonsensical movies I've ever seen. You hate all the characters. Spoiler yep. alert. The most annoying character in the movie is the only one who survives. <laughs> and, it, and then it ends up being for nothing. Literally nothing. Like, it, it, it's so stupid. It, it just made me so mad. And it, it, oh, and it ripped off the opening credit scene from Zombieland. Wait, what? How? So, you know, remember how Zombieland had the awesome... Oh, um, yeah. And it just showed, like, all the different chaotic scenes. And, yeah, and it's the amazing. Credit. This did the exact same thing. Yeah, I kid you not. Yeah, of course. And it was worse. It was some, it was uh, like Viva Las Vegas. That's the other thing about Zack Snyder. He finds good songs, but he finds the worst versions of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did that multiple times. He does that at the very end of this movie with a, a cranberry song, the, the, a zombie, you know, by the cranberries, you know, mm-hmm, very clever. Yeah. Ha ha ha. A zombie. But uh, right. no, it's like this awful acoustic version. It's like, what are you doing? Just play the version that everyone likes. But no, it, it's terrible. I, I, did, I did like a full two-hour review uh, on my letterbox. I'd be more in-depth about how stupid the plot is. Go check it out. <laughs> Zack Snyder sucks. This movie sucks. Stop pretending. Yep. Amen. I agree. And, all right. And that's, uh, that's all the movies I've seen. All right. So now it's time to get to the actual episode. Now we're into the show. All right. Um, all right. We got three Batman animated series episodes to talk about this uh, this episode. And... It's uh, Harley's Holiday, Lock Up, and Make Them Laugh. So those are the three we had to talk about. Uh, three, I mean, fun. Yeah, for the most part, pretty pretty fun episodes. Um, two Enjoyed more similar than the third, but uh, sure. Yeah, so I guess we'll start Harley's Holiday. Um, I mean, this is a classic Harley Quinn episode. Uh, Harley Quinn gets released from from uh, Arkham, and immediately gets herself in trouble, which is. <laughs> this is fun i mean again the the paul dini one paul dini written episodes are usually great and yeah. paul dini harley quinn harley. episodes are always yeah. great and he's like really the only one who can pull off harley quinn really yeah yeah pretty much pretty much yeah and um oh it just it this is such a well done episode like it flows it so well it's so entertaining it's so much fun to watch harley quinn do everything wrong unintentionally <laughs> It, yeah, like everything that could go wrong does go wrong. It, it's just so much fun to watch that whole sequence of her in the, in the store is just yeah. brilliant from start to finish from her going down the sidewalk with hyenas to being like what's wrong with all these people <laughs> and then going in to buy this you know, the shop buys the dress and then just messes everything up 
walks out of it without the with the tag still on the alarm goes off the guy comes over he's like hey i need to take that she just freaks immediately <laughs> trying to send me back it's just great that whole sequence is awesome it's fantastic it's so sad how a 20 minute animated episode can tell a story infinitely better than what a probably 150 million dollar movie like that stupid that stupid birds of prey movie that's, oh, that's yeah. basically what does it's basically what that wanted to be was this yeah, episode kinda. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's all about Harley moving on from the Joker and trying to start a new life. But this one, it's it's done in a way where it's entertaining. You you still kind of feel sympathetic for Harley because she is yeah. really trying, right? Um, and I, and I love too is what also makes it better. And I feel like that's definitely Deanie's wisdom coming into fact is how Batman is rooting for her. Yeah, like that's what I love about this episode is that he's actually like rooting that's for a, her that's and wants a, her to. That's a common thread in all three of these episodes, actually. It is. Yeah, yeah, it is. But, uh, yeah, that, yeah, I do like that. But I also like it how he's also, he also is like, you better stay in line or I'm going to be there. Like, at the oh, same yeah. time, it's oh, great. Yeah. No, he, he's not going to give her a freebie just because, you know, she she means well. It's like, you know, yeah. you slip up, I'm going to be there to put you back. But he wa- he doesn't want to have to. He yeah, wants and, her- and then even after all this is happening and she's kidnapped Veronica Vreeland, he's still like, well, if we can find her first, we can defuse the whole thing. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's great. It's great. You know, you know the, the one flaw with this episode is the oh. st- stupid ass general father character which is oh, just yeah, that, the that just worst felt so out of place the one that's the worst it's one of the worst movie tro- or tv sh- show trope characters ever it's just sure. it's terrible it's a the overprotective military general father is yeah. just an awful it's never good it just it Wasn't never that, works that, that awful and lee hulk uh film oh see i didn't watch it yeah they had it in that too <sighs> i they, it was they, a they, thunderbolt they, it was a thunderbolt ross <laughs> Oh, okay. Supposed to be. Yeah, they do that in uh they they do it big time in Smallville too with uh, You're right. Lois Lane's dad. Yes. I it, totally forgot about that. Now, they it's okay. it's still not great, but it's okay. They do a decent job in that show, but it's still not great. But this is just awful. Like it just yeah, makes like, no sense. This guy's a moron. Nothing makes sense. He then like he's driving patent. around in a tank and he's shooting, yeah. trying to blow up his own daughter. Like it just nothing makes sense. It's so it, stupid. It just felt really out of place for what tends to be a really mature and kind of grounded yeah. show. Yeah, exactly. The it character, felt like something out of Looney Tunes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, exactly. It's it's an over the top, goofy character, but in a serious rapping so like it doesn't it doesn't no it doesn't work no. um but yeah other than that everything else in this episode is great this is a oh, it's a classic episode um it, it's it's just it, it just it might be, it, to be honest this might be the best harley Quinn episode like this might be I, I the might best be. any medium that of harley quinn it might be and like again paul dini just knows how to perfectly balance it whereas like it is a whole Harley episode, but you still have Batman enough in the kind of foreground to like, yeah. to the point where it's still, you could call, qualify as a Batman show, but yeah, he just, he, Paul Dini just understands the character better than anybody else probably. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then, and like all the stuff hits, like they do such, this is such a fleshed out character in this episode. Oh yeah. Like it, it Harley is this, you know, she's the goofy ditzy sidekick. But, you know, we, we've had more character development in other episodes, but in this episode, it feels like a real person. Like, yeah. even though she's still goofy and whatever, she feel, it's different. Like, it feels like a much more grounded character, which I know sounds kind of ridiculous with how the episode plays out, but 
it's a more grounded character and a more real character than I think we've seen in anything else. Yeah, because like really in terms of plot, there really isn't one. You know, she gets out of Arkham, she tries to do the right thing, and Healy ends up in this crazy situation where she ends up kidnapping Veronica Vreeland, right. and and then it's pretty much just Batman and, and then whatever I forget the one mobster's name was. Yeah, um, I don't remember what his name was. Yeah, not Falcone. It looks like Falcone. No, no, not, no. It's um, it's one of the other ones. We've seen him a couple times, but yeah, and it's like you know him, and then of course the general father and everyone trying to go after Harley. That's it. That's the whole yeah. episode. Like. There's no twist or anything, but it works because, yeah, it's just following Harley as this fully fleshed out character. And, mm-hmm. and as someone who is completely over, like, outplayed of Harley right now in terms of media, yeah. like, this episode is like, oh, no, this is what the character should be. Yeah. And the other thing is this character doesn't really work without the Joker. Yeah. Except in this episode. It works. Somehow it works. Because he had that history of her with the Joker. If he did, yeah, this, yeah, like, they still the had, first, yeah, it, yeah. They don't just ignore it, you know. You've got that context, way. yeah. But I know what you mean. Yeah, it, it still works without the Joker. You're right. Yeah, it's the first time she appears. Other than, I think she appears in a couple like in the background or cameo things. I think like in yeah, trial yeah. or no, no, no. That Joker's in that. I'm trying to think, but this is like the first full episode without the Joker in it at all. Yeah, with with that her, we've seen so. her. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a lot of fun. Um. I'm trying to think of what else to say about this episode. I feel like I'm forgetting a scene I really liked. I mean, I love the scene at the end where, you know, they take her back to Arkham and Batman, uh, he bought the dress for her. I always love. Yeah. That's one of the best lines before when she's just like, yeah, I didn't even get to keep my dress and I actually paid for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And then the ending is great and taking him back, taking her back to Arkham. The only thing that gets me is because uh, they're like, oh, but you won't be in there long because they're not pressing charts. Like, yeah, well, you still just blew up like seven buildings. Like, yeah, it's not how that works. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. Although the freaking general should be right there with her in jail. Yeah, that, yeah that, no, that, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But uh, but yeah, and then Batman gives her gives her the dress. Yeah, that's all. That's all great. The the best part of that is she, she plants him. It, it's so well. It's so well done. Again, only Paul Dini can write this like that, where she like kisses him and then is like, "Oh, I like that," and then just goes full on, yeah. and just makes that. With, and you have Robin and Poison Ivy just like sit there like <laughs> look at each other. It's great. Which it's is great. A, which is a fun fact too because I feel like a lot of people are gonna be disappointed. Um, of like the stupid bandwagon Harley Quinn fans who all want her to be a lesbian with Poison Ivy, and it's like. This episode shows she's not a lesbian. She likes Bruce Wayne. She she's, likes Batman. She's with the Joker. Like what? that too. <laughs> That's the whole point of the character. But but she also then like you know later on like Veronica kind of has like um maybe not like Stockholm syndrome but she yeah. actually kind of you know admires Harley. And it's yeah, like, again, yeah. she, they don't have to be in love. It's like they can just be two women in this platonic relationship who admire yeah. each other. It's like yep. Again, Harley Quinn is not as this LGBT, you know, character that no. we all love. It's like, no, no, it was not the character. Again, the guy who pretty much wrote her, I think would know. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's, uh, that's fun. That's fun. Um, uh, all right, let's see. This episode aired on October 15th, 1994. And, oh man, six days before I was born. And, 
It uh, has an 8.6 on IMDb, which, to be honest, was a little, lo- little low, actually. I was going to say, I, I would have expected higher. Yeah, I thought that would be a little bit higher. But um, really solid episode. Really, really well done. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's the best Harley Quinn episode, probably. I, yeah, I think so. I think it's the be- it's definitely the best character work with Harley Quinn, for sure. Oh, for sure. That we've ever seen. It's it's either this or Mad Love, I guess. But, um, oh, but yeah, this is this is fantastic. Um, all right. Let's see. Oh, yeah. There's also that moment where Batman's talking about, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Cause when she's, um, when Harley is like, at some point she asks, like, why are you helping her or whatever? And he says, I had a, right. I had a bad right. day once. Cause at some yeah. point she's like, I'm having a really bad day. <laughs> and that, that was an awesome moment too. I forgot about that. That's yeah, that, that was what I was thinking of. That's a great line. Yeah, where she's like, yeah, she basically asks like, you know, why he's still, yeah. like, why he still believes in her, like, why is she, he thinks that she can turn the corner or isn't all bad. And he's like, because I had a bad day once too. And I was like, yep, that's Batman. It's awesome, awesome. All right, uh, moving on. We got Lock Up. Very weird episode. Um, there's a, a the head of security of Arkham, a new head of security, and he's basically just like crazed just nut job who just a, beats all his inmates and keeps him to keep him in line and just brutal ruthless type he's a person. clancy brown from shawshank basically yeah but even more so yeah even more of a giant bully yeah but uh and then he gets basically outed and then fired and then comes back as of i guess a villain he, he wants to yeah yeah a vigilante he wants to go and just rid all of gotham of criminals and any other bad influencers and stuff like that so i mean that's really it this episode doesn't have anything going for it as far as the story goes what it does have going for it are the freaking set pieces oh sure the finale is phenomenal on that boat that is one of the best looking batman sequences probably in the whole show it looks phenomenal yeah like well, it I, looks I, so good. Personally, like yeah, the episode isn't anything fantastic, but I I I, I do like the idea of like the villain. Um, yeah, I like the idea of like you know yeah, there's kind of almost a parallel to Batman of like if Batman was a sociopath. Yeah, who was like just giant freaking you know. He, well, I mean, it's not even that. He's just Rorschach. Yeah, yeah. Without yeah, killing, yeah, has well, he's not he's not justice. killing them. But in any other no. medium, he would be killing these villains that would be the whole yeah. point of the character um so yeah yeah basically if batman didn't have any rules that's yeah you know, it, it's a look at that which well, is an interesting like, thing to look at in a show like this it is yeah and i like how like at, when they first meet like he's um he even like offers like batman like thinking that batman will like join him he isn't yeah you know adversarial mm-hmm. right right off the bat no no he his first thing is like oh yeah batman you you capture him and i'll i'll put him away right right as he's kidnapping a reporter, Batman's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> like, do you not know like my whole thing? <laughs> this might've been a little different. Maybe if it was an actual bad guy that their first interaction <laughs> revolved around, but, uh, yeah, no, there's, yeah, there's not a ton to delve into with this episode. It's just not really. Cause this is the only time I think we see lockup, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. He's one of only handful of new create, like done. new created characters, but apparently he is, was, picked up uh into the mainstream comics so 
He's one oh, really? of the few that yeah, I, was put into comics. Yeah, I feel like if you kind of delved a little bit more and kind of flesh him out a little bit, I feel, I feel like he could be a villain that absolutely works. Because, yeah, it's yeah. an interesting idea for villain and, like, backstory. Yeah, I think so, too. I, um, I do like at the beginning of the episode how, like, all the all the freaking villains are, like, terrified of him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love that, that one part with Scarface and, like, you know, the actual ventriloquist wants to say what he really is. And Scarface just goes, he's a very hardworking individual or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So he's That's very well-mannered. Yeah. When they're, uh, cause at the beginning there, they have him on like a, basically a hearing. They have like a hearing yeah, in- inquiry. Yeah. Yeah. With the inmates and they're all too afraid to say anything <laughs> until Bruce realizes this. Cause he's Batman. And so he's like, Oh, they're all afraid of him. All right. Well, I think everything seems fine here. We're going to extend him <laughs> for another 18 months. And they're like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, it's just, that's so brilliant. So well oh, done. It, it's funny too. I forgot how, uh, how like weird, uh, weirdly similar the uh, opening um, scenes are to both these episodes where they both yeah, start off with a scarecrow. scarecrow. Yeah. Being a, being a, a taken in basically by Batman and Robin. Yep. Back to back. And then, and then, and then also Harley shows up in this episode yeah, too. It's like, wait, yeah, what? Harley's in this one too. Yeah, this is. Uh, yeah, th- this is an interesting episode. It's not necessarily great, but it is. It's not bad. And like I said, yeah. the inset piece on that that, uh, awesome. that ship just looks. Inc- it's awesome. Like I that I had forgotten about. That is yeah, an awesome end. Like action set piece. It is yeah. so much fun. It's exciting. It's different. So they're on a ship and then it gets, you know, starts taking water, like runs aground and Robin has to rescue the mayor and uh, the reporter and commissioner from the bottom of the hole while Batman's fighting yep. lockup. And there's that one shot where the bow is all the way up yeah. and you see them from like underneath against like the lightning. Oh, looks awesome. It looks yeah, that, awesome. It's something straight out of a graphic novel or like a, a freaking movie. Yeah, you have them fighting on the bow of the ship as it's or sorry, the stern of the ship and whatever, which, you know, it's one or the other. I can never remember which one is which it I'm not in the Navy. I don't it's know. the back. It's the bottom. It's the back of the <laughs> ship. They're on the back of the ship and not the poop deck. That's all I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you have the whole set piece with the propellers underneath them. Like yeah. it's just all that is just so cool. It's so cool and exciting to watch. Like it, it, it is what I think it's. It is one of the best ending fight scenes in the whole series, and I completely forgot about it. I did too. Yeah, it was a nice little like oh wow like the yep refresher. Yeah, because it is pretty freaking epic. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It is fantastic. Um see i'm trying to see we already talked about that that being the first episode with lockup you know he's a new character created for the show um uh oh yeah oh yeah and then of course so we already talked about during the hearing where bruce has a great batman moment where he realizes that no one's going to speak up so he finds a way to get him to and then also during the fight (laughs) oh yeah knocks the chair in front of it's just it's so good you know he he he's gonna do everything he can so he doesn't do it because he you know he doesn't want people to think that of bruce wayne but he still finds a way to you know now the funny thing about that is he really go puts a lot of effort into hiding his identity there he really doesn't later when he gets trapped in that revolving door i, I, I was gonna mention that I'm like that <laughs> we're really pushing our luck in terms of like no one what is he together. superman in a phone in the phone booth like what the- and, 
and like again, on? he he was the only one in there. So right. like, did people think that Batman just scaled in at some point? Right. Bruce still like, yeah, that that was definitely kind of pushing the line in That's terms of rough. getting away with it. That's a little rough, but uh, <laughs> that's all right. Yeah, but it's fine. Uh, but yeah, it's a decent episode. It's it's nothing yeah. great, but it's decent. And it's got and then that finale is just awesome, which really makes Solid. really yeah, makes I mean, the whole episode worth it for the finale alone. Oh yeah, easily just for the visuals of it. it look, just looks amazing. Um, this aired on November nineteenth, nineteen ninety four. And it has a 7.7 on uh, Letterbox, which, yeah, I think that's about fair. I might bump it up a couple points just for the I ending. would give it a little bit more, yeah. But, uh, yeah. All right, so that's Lock Up. Now I got one more. We got to uh, make him laugh. Uh, you want to talk about that one, Ian? Oh, God, yeah. This one starts off with um, freaking Condiment King breaking into a <laughs> gaudy restaurant and just talk about a character that has made a name for himself exactly that i mean yeah if there was any type of maybe confusing what he might be all about no he is all about not even subduing people just covering them in condiments spraying them with ketchup and mustard if anything it just be like subduing a, a, people with hot sauce that's that's the most lethal he gets <laughs> Otherwise, you're just inconvenienced by having ketchup sprayed on you. No, that thing's but, pretty powerful, man. It's knocking people over. That's true. Yeah, it's keeping people away. But still, it's like <laughs> you just walk away from them and be like, oh, I'm covered in ketchup now. But oh, um, now, so it's him going on this crime spree of, I guess, whatever you could call it, squirting people yeah. is his idea of a crime spree. I guess. Um, but then, you know, Batman intervenes and stops him. And, um, and uh, I think right after that is when... Oh, Pack Rat. Yeah, Pack Rat yep. is at uh, some like Macy's <laughs> well, store. No, well, no, but we Alfie... find out that he's a comedian. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, he's uh, an actor. And also, he... again, Batman shows up, and I love – it's a great moment when he's listening to the police band, and they're just like, and there's a guy robbing this restaurant <laughs> with a uh, – what appears to be a ketchup gun. Batman just gives it. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line, yeah. Just unfazed by by yeah. all of it. And then shows up. And even then, he's like, he feels so sorry for this guy. He's like, you know what? We can just return all the stuff and it'll be fine. Like, <laughs> even that he doesn't want to mess with in. this. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and then he starts squirting him with ketchup. And he's like, oh, great. I got it. And then, of course, he, he just falls off the end. And Batman didn't even save him. He just falls off the ledge and yeah. crashes on a police car. And you're like, dang, usually Batman saves oh. people at this point. Yeah, he, he fails, and luckily there was a car there, because otherwise it would have been splat. <laughs> but, um, you do realize yeah, so, the car doesn't really help with that. Like I was going to say, cars are not that soft. Anyway. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, then we find out he's a famous comedian, so that's a little weird. Yeah, and then it, um, then it cuts to Alfred in some department stores shopping, I'm assuming for Bruce, because I think you mentioned in an earlier episode, another tie-in. Where yeah, I think the Harley's Veronica. holiday where Veronica <laughs> mentions that she's like, yeah, well, someone's got to keep you in fashion. Who dresses you, Alfred? And he's like, yeah. well, actually. <laughs> yeah, because in the next episode, Alfred shopping for him, which is funny, too. It's like, you know, because we always I feel like we always ever just see Bruce wearing that classic brown jacket, yellow shirt, black tie. But um, yeah, so Alfred's in this department store and then all of a sudden the freaking pack rat shows up. But he doesn't have condiments. He actually has a freaking gun. Yeah, that's true. And he's actually robbing people. And I don't is Pack Rat from anything? I can't remember. No, none of them are. 
I was gonna say, I'm like, is that just none a really of these deep... are from anything? And then just, gonna... Condiment King is the only one that that got some uh, got a life of its own afterwards. Oh, okay, it was afterwards. Okay, yeah, no, um... it was all afterwards because it, it was it's such a ridiculous character that people who watched sure. so remembered. So they started to pepper it in with a couple other things. Obviously, the main one being a Lego Batman movie. Oh, um, of course. But he he was ever he was ever in the Adam West show. Oh no, 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 none of those were. These are all made up characters for this. For some reason, I thought Condiment King nope. was because I mean, it would have been no, sad. because he, he's had such a second life afterwards, like as this like ridiculous, you know, throwaway Theme. character that, um, yeah. yeah, he's he's gotten some life afterwards. But no, 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 this was a totally random character for this episode, just like all oh, the okay, others. yeah. I, I was I was always under the impression that he originated from the Adam West show. It, it, he would, it would make sense. You, but, yeah, but right. Nope, nope. Okay. nope. He originated Fair. from Batman, then made a series. Well, fair enough. Well, yeah, and then yeah, Pack Rat is yeah robbing all these people and just stealing stuff. And but what is he stealing robbing? Anything he can. What, what is he <sighs> taking? I forget. He's taking like pieces of the mannequin and stuff. Yeah, and he's taking like lint from people's pockets. Oh, like, he's not. He's not yeah. stealing money or anything. No. <laughs> yeah, he, he tells them to empty their pockets. Right. Yeah, he just wants the freaking lint. Which yep. again, I'm like, how how that's not from the Adam West show? I'm like. I don't know. True. No, that, that that's fair. But no, <laughs> none of it none of it is. But yeah, no. So then uh, of course Batman and Robert show up and, and stop him, but then they also find out that he is also a famous comedian as well. Yep. Uh which uh starts kinda of raising some flags. And I think that's why they go and then visit um Tench in um Arkham, right? Uh yeah, because they're thinking, Oh, someone's being mind controlled. So obviously that would be Jervis Tetch. Yeah, and then they get to him, and he's is he he's my Joker yep. too, he's, or he's been hit with a Joker gas. I can't no, remember. he he has one of his uh, uh, one of his implant chips. chips. Yeah, one of his microchips on him, so he's just like catatonic. That's right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it kind of looks like he's been hit with the Joker gas, but now he's just kind of in this vegetative. Well, his mouth always looks like that. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then there's this one final comedian, this female comedian who's answering a pizza at her door and then we find out it is kidnapped in the news and then they start to piece together i forget how but basically all these comedians come from the same they're all judges comedy. on this comedy show yeah it's kind of like, like last comic standing or yeah something. yeah um, and then they find out did they find out that the joker was part of it or yeah well alfred was watching tapes that's right he had a recording yeah from the year before and some guy tried to basically crash it at the very end and then got kicked off the stage and they find out it was a joker which is funny too because this joker in the animated series is, is supposed to follow the continuity of joker from the movie right which was not a comedian. but it never does <laughs> no 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 it never and, does. granted I, i'd rather the whole kind of classic red hood failed yeah. comedian storyline than yeah. jack napier killed you know Bruce yeah Ferris. it's much more killing joke origin yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's weird, too, because you see Joker without the makeup, and he's completely different looking. Well, no, with makeup. Now I'm talking about, like, in the old, um, in the, the recording. I know. That's him with makeup. Oh, it is? The Joker does not wear makeup. You stupid Nolan oh, fan, yeah, you. Okay, yeah. Dumb Nolan yeah, okay. Batman fan takes that as canon? <laughs> Come on. Come no, on. No, okay. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry. You know what I mean. Good lord. Um... <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, you, it's you weird. can't even be on the show anymore. Like you, you've disqualified yourself from being <laughs> on the show. I'm, I'm. This is this is embarrassing. 
You can apologize to all the real Batman fans out there for Ian's oh, ignorance. <laughs> and yeah, I've just been I've just been lying for however many years. Long um, time. It's been a long no, con. <laughs> no, it was weird to see him with that design. I yeah, forget. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it looks nothing like him. Right. I, I, it's funny too when they like they they piece it together and they like like here you know erase his hair. Then they also had to like change his eyes completely. <laughs> it's like right. It's <laughs> <laughs> like how's that work? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, but no, and so then they find out that, um, yeah, obviously they kind of know what the Joker is, is after now. And um, so then the Joker shows up to the, another showing that they're doing at the same, like, comedy club or whatever. And But now, of course, he's got these brainwashed goons, which I don't know where they came from. Yeah, um, and he takes, you know, he brainwashes a host. And um, now he's going to do a whole routine, but as the Joker. Uh, so he comes out like with the makeup at first, like his old self. And then he immediately gets rid of it, and the crowd, the crowd reacts how anyone would react, and they're just <laughs> panicking. Yep. Which again is something I always talk about with this stupid Joker movie. It's like they should have amped it up at the very end when he goes on the Robert De Niro talk show. The fact that he just goes and only kills Robert De Niro is such a, I don't know, such a letdown. I feel like, but it's like this, and then freaking Dark Knight Returns is like how freaking Joker in a crowd should you know be welcomed. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, one hundred percent. And uh, and yeah, Batman and Robin show up, and uh, oh, what's oh, what's the woman's name? The comedian, her her alter ego, uh, it's like the mop lady. What's it called? Oh, uh, oh man, I so mom something. Yeah, it's it's something. It's something like that. Um, I, I almost want to say like Mother Justice, but it's not no, bad. Anyway, no. Hang on. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm gonna try and find it because it's driving me nuts. Mighty Mom. Mighty Mom, that's it, yeah. Because of is. course, Robin gets stuck with fighting her. It's pretty funny when she just ends up putting him over her knee and spanking him. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm trying to think. I know all the comedians are uh, based off of real comedians, um, like real people. All three of those com- comedian characters. Um, trying to think. Oh, are they really? Yeah, they're supposed to be. Um, oh God, it's supposed to be like. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to see if I can find anyone who said it. Because I'm like, as I'm watching this, I'm, I know these have to be based off like real, like real people. Um, I would have, I would have to see more of them. I feel like we, we didn't get. Let's see. It's to... they're based off of. Uh, bu- uh, the first one is based off Buddy Hackett. The second oh. one is based off Jerry Lewis. And then oh, okay. the third one is based off of uh, probably like Roseanne Barr, someone like yeah, that. Yeah, I can probably see that. Or like yeah, a Rosie O'Donnell, maybe something like that. Yeah, that probably. Character. So, yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah, they're all kind of caricature based off of uh, some other other comedians. Oh, okay. Yeah, I definitely see Jerry Lewis. Yeah, yeah. The other two, yeah. But yeah, you're probably right about Roseanne or Rosie and then Al. Yeah. But yeah, and then it ends like you know with a uh, freaking Batman and Joker having another one of their crazy showdowns. Uh, they end up like on a oh they end up on like a balloon like a giant balloon yeah uh, um and then uh freaking <laughs> you know Joker just ends up freaking his pants down and trophy on his head and just completely <laughs> embarrassed in front of the whole crowd it's pretty funny you know? and now they're finally laughing at him but uh yeah again that's, that's the one thing the Joker can't have yeah exactly he can't have people laughing at him on nope not his terms right yep but um. 
Yeah, no, this is, this is a solid episode. Uh, it's um, like not the most prominent Joker episode because he really doesn't show up until like the last like half or not even that. But um, no, it's it funny like seeing the obviously the Condiment King and and um, Pack Rat is just uh, something that you wouldn't expect from this type of show, these type of villains. But obviously, it kind of works with them being you know comedians who are all of a sudden forced to have these lame alter egos so it makes sense <laughs> where he's like on the fly you just imagine joker being like uh, your, your thing is condiments and your thing is you look like a rat <laughs> uh yeah that, i would rather see that oh yeah that'd be great I'd ra- i, w- I want to see joker naming these people <laughs> <laughs> like I, I imagine like dark sidious when he names vader he's like you should be called condiment king <laughs> Oh, uh, that'd be awesome. I'm suck. It's like, oh, can I have something cool? It's like, nah. You're, no, you're kind of making. You're spray ketchup and mustard at people. <laughs> Horseradish. Right. Uh, yeah. This also has. It's kind of. It's a little similar to King of Comedy, Scorsese movie, a little bit. Oh, you have, is it? You have a little bit of that in there with the, you know, the aspiring stand-up, you know, not very talented comic who, uh, you know, in, in that movie. It's Robert De Niro kidnapping, um, uh, oh my God, Jerry Lewis. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so it's a little bit different, but, it, but it kind of, you know, and his whole thing is he is basically forcing him, he's blackmailing him and letting him headline his right. you know, late night show. So I don't know. There, there's a little bit of that kind of in there. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it, but yeah, I believe you. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, I'm not. Let's see. Oh, interesting. This is the uh, first... Joker says up, up and away, which is normally a Superman line. But this is the first time it's used in the DC animated world, which is interesting. Oh, that's pretty funny. Because I think <laughs> Superman was on at this time. Uh, When did this one come out? 90. Oh, no. No, no. Superman came with the next iteration. That was yeah. until later. Yeah, no, 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 no. Definitely was not around yet. Uh, this episode aired on November fifth, nineteen ninety four, and it has it has a seven point seven on IMDb. Ah, I was kind of surprised the Joker episode would be rated higher. that low. Exactly. Well, again, he's not in it for very much. So True. That's why. And it is kind of a weird episode. It is. Yeah, it's definitely not like we talk about how uh, Harley's Holiday is like the best Harley episode. This is definitely not the best Joker episode. No, no, but yeah, it's still, it's still a solid episode for sure. Yeah. Um, well, that's pretty much it. Those are the three episodes that we covered. Uh, next time we will be talking about Batman long Halloween. We got a movie we can actually talk about. So break it up. So that'll be, that'll be fun. Um, do we want to do it where we watch the whole thing or just talk about like we did with soul of the dragon? I think talk about it. Talk about it like we did with soul of the dragon. Yeah, that's fair. Because I don't uh, know how long it is either. I doubt it's that long because they split it into two parts. Oh, that's true. So, okay. oh, I, God. I, it's probably 90 minutes. I can't imagine it being longer. Well, great. Like, yeah. If any, if any story deserves, you know, at least three hours, usually long Halloween. True. Yeah. No, very true. Um, but yeah, that'll be the next episode at some point. I'm not sure if that'll be next week or the week after, but um, that's what we'll get to next. And uh, yeah, make sure and follow us on Twitter at Uncaped Review. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Ian Bark Park. 
So go ahead and do that. All right, that does it for this episode, guys. Thanks so much for uh, thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time.